Hey guys, welcome back to the Birth Food Podcast with me, your host, Annie. Today we have an amazing episode um, where we'll be talking about a very, very important topic, which I know will resonate with so many women. To help me on this, we have three amazing women who will be sharing with us some of their experiences of pregnancy. I find these women so inspirational. Honestly, their Instagrams are exciting. I'm literally scrolling through them like, oh my God. I want to be on my pregnancy journey. I want to be pregnant because they make it look phenomenal. Um, but I'll give them um, all an opportunity to introduce themselves in a moment. So without further ado, guys, welcome to the Birth Food Podcast. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank hey. you. <laughs> so guys, before we get into this, we normally start with an icebreaker question just to kind of lighten up the atmosphere a little bit. Um, so in any order, anyone can start when they want to. Um, what's been your craving so far? If you don't have a craving, what kind of cravings have you heard of that you think actually this is a bit weird? <laughs> well, my first craving now, I would say, because I didn't have any up until like this week. Yeah. Chips. Chips and salt. <laughs> salt. Any kind of chips, fat chips, Morley <laughs> chips, any kind of chips. Salt. You need to talk about that salt part then. Salt. <laughs> Do you know what? It's bad because to be honest, I'm not really a salty person i'm usually yeah. like sweet i love my sweets i love yeah. my sweets but during this pregnancy i'm not really liking the sweets i'm going more to like the salty oh. side which isn't good <laughs> but i'm watching myself i'm making sure i'm having a good balance but yeah definitely chips cool guys anything else Anyone? um i haven't had many cravings but i do have moments where i'm just like like in the moment it just comes upon me I'm like oh my gosh I want this I want ice cream or I want yeah. whatever it might be so I just have moments where I'm just like oh my gosh I want this I want it now <laughs> it happened kind of thing yeah um, but similar to Destrian actually I've, I've had um quite a few chips cravings where I'm just like I just want McDonald's chips like nothing else just <laughs> get me chips just yeah chip. so yeah like so I've had uh, yeah so I I can relate to Desmond on that one Cool. Um, and let me just say something about this whole craving thing. I'm so disappointed because I was looking forward to having the maddest cravings, like I don't know, pickles and ice cream and yeah. jump on top of it. I was ready to have some stories, but mine has just been pretty boring. It's actually been fruits. So oh, um, yeah, it's been well. fresh fruits. That's good. <laughs> it's it's, it's that's so good. boring. That's it's been fruits and then fresh juice. And that's as interesting as it's got. And that's been something that's been consistent from the start of my pregnancy up until yeah. now. Great. Maybe your baby will love fruits, you know? Mm -hmm. Start getting those fruit smoothies that way. <laughs> Maybe. There was a point, though, where I did, I did have a bit of craving for ice creams as well. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's it. I'm just like... No, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard <laughs> that, <laughs> that the cravings are meant to be mad, but yeah, yes, some women do like have that. mad cravings though. Like my mum, mm -hmm. she had a craving where she used to put like whole milk into her freezer and she would scrape it and eat it. Oh my goodness. And we all joined. We all, we all joined. We all got our cups out. <laughs> <laughs> literally, everyone was like having to write their names on it, like their own cup, because that no is so way. funny. Literally, oh whole milk gosh. in the freezer. So. <laughs> You How did she even think of that? I don't know. <laughs> what made you want to put fresh milk in the freezer, Exactly. Mom? <laughs> Honestly, whatever, whatever I need to do to make me have my frozen milk. <laughs> 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 oh, 
honestly but yeah you know so um you know pregnancy is such a pinnacle moment in any woman's life and you know the aim of this episode is to really find out from you guys um what it's like being pregnant and what some of your experiences have been so far um so can um you start off by talking to us a little bit about um yourself and just talking about how you found out you were pregnant so just introducing yourself and maybe how you found out you were pregnant yeah, what was that experience like? Like, how did you talk to you? How did you break it down? <laughs> she sips her Ibiza. I love it. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. I might as well because this is my first as well. Our first baby. Um, oh, sorry. My name's Desreen. <laughs> um, I I wouldn't say I'm a fashion influencer, but I just like fashion. I like clothes. I like getting dressed up and taking pictures. See you, girl. We see you, honey. Um, <laughs> a hobby and I just have fun doing it. Um, yeah, like I just said, I'm a first-time mum, so this is my first baby. I'm currently in my second trimester. I'm due early next year. And um, pregnancy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say, for me, I kind of had an open mind and I understood that everyone's pregnancy is different so I was ready for whatever was going to happen I had an open mind um my first trimester was fine it was just a nausea um that peaked for about two weeks and after that I was fine but I would I would say for me um the change of my body is probably the most yeah um, the biggest change for me because I have a big belly <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get back pains, yeah. you know. Usually I'm quite active. I can walk fast. I can do what I want. Mm. But feeling that restriction um, <laughs> is probably the biggest change for me. Mm. Um, going to the toilet all the time. Yeah. And it's just, the, it's a big change. <laughs> I, said to Andrew, I said to myself, I said, James, you know, we want to do this a few more times. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like I was thinking, when the baby comes, I'm just, you know, I'm going to get myself back. But then I'm like, oh my gosh, but then I'm going to do it again. again. <laughs> oh my gosh. But then it's just a part of life. Um, yeah. So I think for me, um, and like I said, I like to get dressed. I like to dress up and go out and stuff. So I think yeah. having the change of your body becoming, like, just growing. Yeah. Drastic, you know. Um, yeah. But I can say it hasn't brought me down or anything. It's just such a big change. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Janet? Um, yeah, so my name is Janet. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I am currently in my third trimester. Um, and I think your other question was, how did we find out? Oh, by the way, I've, I've got a son already. So this is my second pregnancy. Yeah. Doesn't know. yeah. So this is my second pregnancy. And um, so how did we find out? Find out? Um, well, we're trying. And um, so I w- we, we were kind of like, kind of waiting for it, kind of expecting it to happen. Um, so we, I was on my radar, you know, anything that's, anything that's, you know, funny or anything like, mm, you know, I'll be checking, you know, do my tests. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so um, I think I just literally just felt um, a bit like sickly or something, or maybe, yeah, yeah I was checking quite often um, and, yeah it was just so you so you just knew like in your body you were like yep I've had this feeling before Um, this is familiar could this be you know kind of yeah (laughs) Yeah. because I think that definitely happens obviously once you've had 
the experience before you can know the telltale signs the feelings, and yeah, yeah. yeah the feelings to look out for mm. so um yeah I was just on my radar so um yeah I just had some like sickly feelings or just odd feelings and yeah um, how did you break it down to your partner um it wasn't it wasn't anything glamorous nothing fancy literally just took the test <laughs> By the way, babe, was, we're having another baby, just by the way. <laughs> you know, over dinner. Say it again, sorry. I said, was it more of a like, by the way, babe, we're just oh, um, another one. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was something like that. But we were really excited because obviously we were actively trying and obviously that yeah, doesn't always yeah, happen. So it wasn't like, oh, just, okay, you know, pregnant again or, you know, it was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, it's actually happened. Like, yeah. babe, it's actually happened. And we're just so excited, Aww. so yeah that's kind amazing. of amazing yeah i'm so sorry i completely <laughs> answer that. i'll try and answer mine in short um we were trying as well so we knew that like he said janet um it was gonna happen one month and uh, it happened sooner than we thought and it was the day before my period and i was like hmm i feel a little bit different like you know how you mm-hmm. usually feel when your periods come in and exactly. then i actually had this like um tingling sensation um in my bjj yeah and i was like hmm this feels a little bit weird and it happened quite a few times during the day the day before and i was like hmm, this is and in my head i was like i think i'm pregnant i think i'm pregnant <laughs> 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 i don't even need the test <laughs> just wait just wait and then um <laughs> then my sister was doing my hair that day she was doing um knotless braids and then i just didn't say anything to anyone I was just on the toilet break i just went yeah. to the toilet i just weed on the stick <laughs> And then um, there was a faint line. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> there's, a line, there's a line. There's a line. And then I came in and people was like, Chase, my twin sister, guys, I'm pregnant. And when I showed them the stick, they were like, but Desmond, the line's too faint. Like, I'm like, you're, in, you're so excited about something that just bring you down. And then they were like, obviously, Desmond, we're really excited. But just did you use clear blue? Like, did you use clear? Is it clear blue? Which one did you uh, use? You know, I used first response. You know first response. And they're expensive as well. <laughs> oh, really? And I said, they're the most accurate. Especially uh, they were like, Desreen, just wait till tomorrow. And I was like, oh, right. Because my period comes at the exact, like, it's yeah. like clockwork. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, um, I got three more tests. And then my period didn't start. And then that's when me and my husband were like, yeah. yay! <laughs> Aww. Aww. So... And the thing is, it's so funny you said that, Janet, because in my head, I was like, when we find out we're pregnant, I'm going to do something so nice. Oh. <laughs> Plan something. Um, something in a box. That went out the uh, window. I was just like, here's a stick. I'm pregnant. <laughs> That's how Honestly. we found out that we were pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I can, uh, I can relate. I can relate. Gosh. Yeah. But hi, guys. So my name's Colleen. Um, by day, I'm a corporate li- lawyer and um, a writer. You can find pieces from me. In the Guardian, um, I also run an Instagram account called Dear Black Mum, which is essentially a space for black mothers and mums to be, to empower, educate, and and share our experiences. So, like you, Desreen, I am expecting my first child. I am now forty weeks and three days um, into this pregnancy, <laughs> um, and I'm just laughing because I'm thinking like. When I think back to how this all happened, it's a bit mad because like both of you, it was planned. But when I say I didn't expect it to be first try, done. They didn't tell you about this part. They didn't tell me. Nobody told me. 
I was planning for like a year in advance. Mm-mm. Anyway, um, wow. the way in which I found out was I basically was meant to be going out one night to see someone perform at Soho House. And anyone that knows me knows that last year I had like one of those years where it was like really stressful at work because it's really intense. Yeah. So I'm all about balance, right? If I'm working hard, I'm playing hard as well. So I'm going to be out. <laughs> so if I'm not out, right, when I say I'm going to be there, something's up. So I felt like I was coming down with a cold almost that night. So I thought, you know what? I'm still going to go to this event. I'm just not going to drive. I ended up going, but ended up leaving early. I came back home at about 10 p.m., slept at about 11.30 p.m., but didn't wake up the next day until 4 p.m. Now, anyone that knows me knows that I'm an early riser, so 6 a.m., I'm up, I'm dressed, I'm ready. So me sleeping until 4 p.m. is like, what the actual heck? So I just thought I was coming down with something, like a cold or something like that. My period, I think, Desiree, you said that yours, like, kind of, like, works in clockwork. I'm pretty much the same. So my period was due on the Monday. um, And my period did come, but it was very, very faint. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to leave it for a couple of days. Then mm. Wednesday came and it was still very faint. So I thought, okay, I'm going to call my doctor, but let me just take a test to rule it out. Okay. Bearing in mind, I was at work as well. <laughs> but you know, it just comes over you. You're like, let me just quickly run off to booze. <laughs> I had a client call. I had a half an hour gap and I had a client call at four o'clock. I still remember this, 3.30, it was raining. I thought, let me quickly run to the boots in London Bridge, go and get these tests. So I got a test from Boots. It was like cheap packet, comes with two in a pack. Did it in the toilet. Saw the line. You know when your whole life flashes before your eyes? And you're like, what? So I did another one. The other one that was in the pack Aww. happened again. I thought, wait, 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 wait. Maybe it's because I got the cheap ones. After that call, I'm going to go back. Trust me, I'm like, I'm going to go back and get this clear blue one so i got the clear blue ones i got two of them mm. did that at work and then it comes up you know it tells you like how many weeks you are it says like <laughs> two to three weeks pregnant mm. so i'm like oh okay cool fine my partner he's um a musician he's in the music industry he had a series of shows all over um london over the month of i can't remember what month it was i found it like february march He's doing shows basically. Yeah. So I thought, okay, cool. Like you, Desreen, I'm going to plan something real cute, you know? <laughs> and I'm going to tell him after the shows, right? I thought I'd tell him after the shows. Anyway, You're that right. night I went out with him. We went to the theater and before that I went to hip hop karaoke after work. And I'm not usually a sweet person, but he loves going to like places like Duck and Waffle, mm. right? Remember I said it was a Wednesday, so the next day I did have work. But I, I was just thinking, let me just put this to the back of my mind. Um, <laughs> let me put this to the back of my mind and then plan how I'm going to tell him. So I just thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to just try and stay up for as long as possible. Let's go to Duck and Waffle. So I thought, in the car, I'm usually the one that's like, I'm, I'm usually the killjoy when it comes to going out for dinner, sorry, for dessert and stuff. Mm. But I thought, hmm, if I say to him, what do you think the most important thing I could tell you right now would be? Like, what would you love to hear me say? I thought he'd be like, we can go for dessert. He's driving down Camden. He was like, honestly, that you're pregnant. <laughs> no way I can't even speak. What? I was just like, I think you might want to pull over. <laughs> 
that was how he found out basically. Wow, I love it. <laughs> that was how he found out, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Guys, you all have a literally unique story, unique stories of how you told your partners. And it's nothing like what we see or hear or think or expect, which is no. so beautiful. So kind of makes me think, actually, I don't know what, <laughs> what where we get this kind of idea that it's going to be a kind of wrap it up in a box or put it under his anyway moving on <laughs> so guys talk to us about some of the realities of pregnancy like what are some of the kind of misconceptions that you guys had been told or that you had seen and then you're thinking actually this isn't a reality i'm not experiencing any of this stuff where did i where did we hear this stuff from you know so what are some of the like experiences the realities of pregnancy that you have been like going through or experienced so far um well i was really sick first trimester um i had um a condition called hd hd HD. had promises yeah you probably know about that any yeah um and so yeah i just think i mean people do say that pregnancy pregnancy is you know you have symptoms and you do sometimes sometimes you will be sick and stuff like that or you will be nauseous and you know Mm -hmm. it's not just like oh you've got a belly and you're glowing and you know your your skin's mm, you're just looking good and belly that glow (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but yeah I just wish that there was more of um just awareness yeah especially for like first time people yeah I wish just just more of an, an awareness of that you can be really sick you might have to take time off work yeah. you might literally be in hospital throughout the whole of your pregnancy if it's, mm. if it's that severe like some mm. people have to be hospitalized if they have hg they can't even just live a normal life yeah, exactly. during the pregnancy so there's different degrees obviously extents and different scenarios but um that's definitely one thing um i would have to say yeah what about you guys yeah um, i think for me you hear a lot about the nausea side of things, but I think I was nauseous for maybe about one or two weeks. Mm. It was the exhaustion that really, really, really got to me. Yeah. And when I found out that I was pregnant, I was obviously still working, but then lockdown came into effect like a couple of weeks later yeah. on. But I remember just being in bed some days thinking, I don't know how I'm going to get up today. I really, really, <laughs> yeah. really don't. And for someone like me who's quite regimented, you know, I wake up at six and then I've got my set routine for the day. It's mm. quite hard mentally on you. And I thought, yeah, I do hear that you get it, you get tired because you're growing a baby. But the extreme levels of exhaustion that yeah. I reached was, I, I, I just don't think there's enough... Um, it's not discussed enough there's not enough yeah. discourse around around that was that in so the early was that in the early part of your pregnancy or was it that more was, towards the latter it was in the early and then the latter oh, part but i think i dealt with it a bit more better in the in the third trimester mm. because i know that it doesn't last forever so yeah. for instance i was there was some days in my first trimester where i'd be like well, I've got to cancel every call that I've had and I don't know how long this is going to last for. Yeah, I don't know if I can wow. commit to everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't even feel like getting up and showering. Like it was, <laughs> it was a bit, it was a bit wild. It was yeah. so, so, so wild. And then I was thinking like, but what can I take for this? Mm. You know? I see it more hard there's not much else. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I think for me, that was one of the hardest things. And then just a bit of a weird one. I suffered from like itchy nipples. Mm. the first one I was like nobody 
tell me about this? Like, what's going on? What's going on here? So I think that those were the two things that I was quite shocked and surprised about, I would say. My one's really random, guys. A little so embarrassing. No one, no one ever, like I've never seen it before, never heard of it before. Farting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bless you. And it's... <laughs> Sorry, this is TM. You know I love it. I love it. This is a girl's talk. You so gotta I'm be real. Come on. I promise you, yeah. Oh. These farts. Wow. Wow. <laughs> even I promise. Even even ask my husband. Whenever I fart now, I have to cut. Like, I can't take the smell. Oh. It's that bad, and it's horrible. Like mm. you know, like. I don't know how to explain it, but it's horrible. And and you like I pass more wind than I would before. Yeah. Um, and the smell is just really strong. And then obviously I've researched it and they said it's normal. It's happened, it's happening more in my second trimester than my first trimester. Yeah. But it is just horrible. And then when I'm in bed, oh Jira, it's so funny because James, when I'm in bed, <laughs> now he's now he's fine. He, he was just like, um, I thought I was in the bed. I said, and, I, and you know, I always have to tell him now when it's coming. I tell him. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I just give him a little bit of a warning. <laughs> and then the, I remember he was in bed and then he, and I thought, I was like, oh, James, I'm so sorry. He's like, Desi, this is too much. <laughs> and then I just, and then I had to show him. Oh like, no. Like where like what the researchers said that it's normal, <laughs> it happens, like when baby's growing and stuff. So now he's fine with it. But yeah. I can see oh that he gosh. didn't like it. But it's just horrible. Sorry, it's yeah. really horrible, guys. I really don't like it. And then sometimes <laughs> when I'm when I'm out, especially especially after I've eaten a big meal out. I just have to hold it because it's that bad of like I've got to wait till I get home but mm. for me no one I didn't know that was a thing I didn't know that was going to happen and it's just horrible oh, no. that's absolutely hilarious I love it I absolutely love it if people really smelt this wow honestly wow. terrible yeah. honestly I just can't wait for this to pass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's definitely passing. It's definitely passing. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. No one ever talked about that, so I was really surprised when that when that happened. There's so much that people don't tell you when it comes to pregnancy, but as you guys can see, all your experiences are different. So if one person said their own, there's no guarantee that you're going to experience theirs. Do you know what I mean? So it's true. There's only so much you can give. Um, so in relation to like body image, how do you guys feel like about any notable um, changes in your body, like? maybe putting on weight, stretch marks, feet swelling, like how have you felt about your image changing during pregnancy? So in, so like I mentioned in the beginning when my head was all over the place, um, my just getting bigger and cause you know, it, I've always wanted the bump, you know, there's something about carrying your baby, yeah. your baby grow and you know, having that connection is amazing, but then realizing actually you are getting bigger mm-hmm. and for example, my thighs and my legs, like my bottom half has gone bigger. Yeah. Um, so I'm getting more stretch marks there. Mm. And it's, it's just a big, it's a big, it's a lot to um, take in. Mm. It's a lot to take in, especially when you're, you know, when like, for example, because I've been, you know, we've been married for quite a while. Yeah. And it's just been us two. I've been so used to how my body's been. He's been so used to how my body's yeah. been. 
for so long you know you just know your body you just become so confident with your body and then out of nowhere your body just starts moving in some different kind of way just like to see stretch marks here that you didn't think you can even get stretch marks there or you know and you just it's just really different and like back pains and then I had that before and yeah it's it's a big change to how I physically feel Mm. um but then I think um you obviously have those moments when you look at yourself and you or you thought that well for me I was thinking I could have worn this before but now I can't wear it (laughs) or I could have done this before I can't now I can't do it yeah but then it's a journey you remember this is the journey of you you know what I mean and that's what just you appreciate the journey more you appreciate these changes you exactly you know what I mean and you see them as a completely you don't see them as a negative you see them as a positive you know So it is a big change mm-hmm. on your image and especially me because I like fashion and mm-hmm. buying things and getting dressed yeah. up. So yeah. now my style is different and the things that I have to find. Which is good because you're inspiring so many pregnant women with your style. I hope so. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying but, and it's even that it's just finding what you're comfortable with and some people, mm. um, what you're comfortable with might be different for others. And that's yeah. absolutely fine because some that's people... True have said to me oh I'm all I'm wearing is leggings and a t-shirt I'm like girl rock your leggings <laughs> <laughs> your slippers that's like perfectly fine for me I like to have my days when I feel good and I look nice and yeah. you know, so whatever makes you feel good during the changes of your like your little bodies that's like, happening in your body yeah that's fine just do do you know what Absolutely. I mean that's, that's it for me what about you guys Mm, I think my changes have been more internal rather than external Mm. so I think that I'm pretty much just all bump which I wasn't prepared for I was I just expected my body to change and honestly it's pretty much just been the bump that's been there so for me it's been the backache so I've got something called yeah. a scoliosis which is a okay. curved spine as well yeah. which has put a lot of pressure on um my lower back yeah. and then just simple things like having to rely on Daniel to help me out of bed in the morning <laughs> you know it's quite it's quite it's quite difficult to kind of get your head around in the beginning um but the one thing that I must say is that during lockdown I didn't really buy any maternity clothes or anything like that because I yeah. just the bump for me. So I mm-hmm. tried to make do what you had already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I still kind of do firmly believe that you don't necessarily need to buy maternity clothes all the time. You can just buy things in a bigger size. Um, so yeah, so for me, I think it was just more about the internal changes that, that were taking place in my body um, and accepting that. Yeah, and accepting that it is part of the process and it exactly. is normal does happen and mm. you know, the, the thing that you're not sure of so for instance I remember I was getting is it round ligament pains that they call it in the, in the early, yeah yeah and I didn't I didn't know what it was I was like I, I know something hurts is, is this right is it yeah. not is it so it's just about kind of like then just reaching out and asking people and yeah. not being afraid, afraid to do that to, so for me yeah. It was, yeah so for me it was more the the internal changes that took place within my body rather than the external changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, um, it's just like what you guys have said, getting bigger, um, getting rounder, yeah. um, not being as mobile. I think Desreen said that earlier, not being as mobile. Like, you know mm. your body, you know what you're able to do, that you know that you can, I don't know, run and catch that bus. But yeah. now you know you need to leave, uh, give yourself plenty of time <laughs> to go get that bus, you know? <laughs> like, it's just not the same. So, yeah, it's just weird. Because, like, especially, obviously, we're all young 
and all of a sudden okay. when you're pregnant you turn into like almost like an old lady like <laughs> you know like what Colleen said you know you're asking hubby can you please carry me like can you please yes. help me with grab this can you you know and obviously you get the good side the good things which are like you know when we're you know the commute and stuff like that going to work you're working yeah. um you get people standing up for you and yeah. sometimes you get people standing up <laughs> for you um yeah sometimes um, like, by the way can you not see this bump can <laughs> yeah oh yeah get off get off get off <laughs> literally um so you have all those changes and yeah, yeah where you can't really bend over as much you know mm. and um <laughs> otherwise you get stuck yeah yeah or my toddler or you just even even getting stuck um getting stuck but also even just like that kind of mental fear of like oh my gosh I don't want to squash baby like are they comfortable you want to give them enough room to be you know to just do whatever they're doing there um obviously I have a toddler so I'm always like well trying to be conscious to um not yeah not not that sorry what was that to his needs as well yeah yeah obviously catered to to his needs but um also like catered to my baby's needs I need to Mm. and my body I need to still be fit to carry this baby and yeah so yeah yeah I also wanted to touch on um the like embrace report you know I'm sure yeah I'm sure I don't know if you guys have heard of it I'm sure you have but you know there's a lot going on now about black women being five times more likely and obviously you guys are you know expectant mothers who are going into this process like what are some of the fears or feelings that you guys have felt so far like what is your response to that so I think for me by nature I'm one of those I'm one of those annoying people whereby if I go for an appointment I need you to talk through everything that you were doing I'm asking questions all the time I come with my notebook but that's just always been me by nature um unfortunately I know of a few people actually two people during this lockdown period who have lost their babies um due to certain things which you know if you look back you think oh if only someone had picked up if only they'd done that urine yeah. test if only they'd done mm-hmm. this they've done that but with that report I'm so happy that it is out there because facts are facts stats are stats mm-hmm. um, and it's just about what we do with that report you know and and the things that we know so for instance one of the reasons why I set up Dear Black Mum is so that I can learn mm-hmm. from other people yeah. you know about preeclampsia I you know anything that could affect me it is scary but the thing is that we need to know about these things because you don't know what you don't know half the time Mm, mm. and I think that especially in our community if we are disproportionately affected by certain things then there needs to be discourse around that we need to be speaking what's out there so for me whilst it is scary and don't get me wrong I think that it'd be weird to go through pregnancy and not have feelings of anxiety or whatnot. But I think that knowing that there's a community out there that have been through it and there are people that, you know, have amazing pregnancies that are black women, but at the same time, there's people that's not, it's just about knowing what to look out for. So for yeah. me, I ask questions all the time, like everyone did black mum, if it's something like vitamin K, guys, I've heard yeah, about amazing. this. I'm thinking about doing it. about yeah. if I do it via injection. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Ask, I think that that's the only way that I can really, really learn. Asking and reading. Yeah. There's a really good book by this um, woman called Chidi. Oh, I cannot remember her name. What's the book called? 
called Nature. Hmm. She's, she's a black doula from America. Amazing. It's an amazing book um, cool. that I've been using throughout my pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. So there's things, you know, where I've been like, oh, I'm craving this. And, you know, she'd probably, she kind of like sets it out. Well, if you're craving this and it's probably the salts that you need and you mm. can use this. As yeah. Do you feel like reading and doing research has really helped you to gain confidence in the maternity? Like, Absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Because there's certain things that I've noticed. So for instance, yeah. if I've gone to like an antenatal appointment, if I'm not asking the questions, sometimes they're not really answering. They're not having, yeah. Yeah, and they do ask you at the end. They do say, do you have any, do you have questions? any questions? But do you but have you... any questions is your scope of knowledge. Exactly. You have so you need to come prepared. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just about knowing what can affect you out there. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you've got to be your biggest advocate, especially mm. as, you know, a lot of us are having to attend appointments about our partners. Mm have to do these things ourselves so we've got to get used to asking questions and and not being afraid to do that as well yeah so yeah long-winded way yeah Yeah, no well said well said what about you guys um i think to add to that i think um with our culture and our community going back i think we we always felt that we didn't have a voice um in a sense in a sense that um asking questions like you said Mm. and I think that's probably the reason, one of the reasons why there has been a lot of the, a lot of the incidents, not the loss and, and the problems have happened before because we weren't aware and we didn't ask questions or we noticed something and we didn't speak up about yeah, it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because it's just how we are or, or I don't know. I don't know if it's just how we are or, um, yeah. I know that for example, our counterparts, you know, <laughs> they will they will ask they, they will challenge they will challenge they'll question yeah. everything because yeah. they they feel like they have this right to and they do yeah. just like we do absolutely um, but they exercise that mm. through the whole yeah. process and i'm not saying that is the reason or anything but mm. i think one of the one of um the things that i've taken on is exactly what you said is gaining the knowledge myself like not yeah. waiting for anyone to give me that knowledge yes. and also question everything like um we know our bodies and I want to make sure that during the process, I'm aware of my body. I'm aware of the changes. I'm aware yeah. of things that are not feeling right. Exactly. And the thing is, I've, there's, I think I've been to a four times and I've been fine every time. But <laughs> just, like, just to make sure I've put yeah. like, private scans. I've got another private scan on Saturday. <laughs> it's just me personally. I don't, you don't have to do it, but I just want to make sure that I'm okay and baby's okay. And when they're telling me things, I want to know why, or I want to, you know, or I'm feeling something. It's good. Like I was having, um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I was having difficult difficulties breathing, but I noticed that my breathing was a little bit different. Yeah. And I was having chest pains. Okay. I went to go and I went to go find out they did every, and they were really yeah. helpful. They did all the tests that they need to okay. do, even took urine, every kind of test and yeah. everything was fine. And, for me, I just, I think I've just learned and what I have passed on to other mums is, you know, your body, if there's any questions you have, ask, if you need to go there, go there, don't be afraid. And we always need to be open to learning. And um, it is scary. It can be scary, but I also think it's really important well, for myself is to remain positive yes. um, because they are professionals and if um, we are asking those questions and we are speaking, if we do find that there is a problem, um, they're there to help. 
they're not our enemies you know what i mean we can work together with them mm. so that's just how i think um for yeah. me how my mindset has changed a little bit due to everything that's that's recently been going on yeah, yeah. yeah do you feel like because of the report well, do you feel like because of the report you've maybe lost trust in healthcare professionals where you feel like you need to overexert yourself in terms of the wisdom now where maybe you would have probably been a little bit more relaxed if there wasn't this these findings out there i think that i definitely think the findings has given me more of a voice like I will speak like I would already speak I would already you know yeah. I would already talk but I feel like even more so because I know yeah, myself yeah, yeah professionals will say what they think and what they've seen before or what they know or do what they used to yes. but everyone is different every woman is different every pregnancy is different every labor is different yeah. and I think every mo mother that communicates with the midwives or with the doctors or with the nurses whoever um were able to 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 there'll be better results if that makes sense i don't know yeah. if kind of yeah no absolutely i agree with that actually and i think for me um when i first started out in law the department that i started out in was medical negligence mm -hmm. so um you kind of when you're in that that kind of role um you kind of realize that a lot of the time yes things are missed but you also need to communicate how you feel to the professionals as well mm -hmm. so like Desiree if I need to go to triage I'm going to triage mm -hmm. if I'm if I need to get a CTG to check the baby's heartbeat mm -hmm. I'm asking for this that is this, is this is the terminology I like yes. <laughs> <laughs> come on honestly no, honestly come um, and I think I think for us um there is there is an onus on us as well to be forthcoming about how we feel regardless of how it looks you know if we're even if we are making it up even if it is your mind playing tricks on you it's always better to be safe than sorry right Absolutely. so it can only be negligence when they fail to do something so I think at the same time you've got to ask for that as well mm -hmm. um so I do think that one of the things that I've taken away from this whole experience especially with the reports coming out yeah. etc is to not be afraid to go and seek help yeah. when or if you may need it. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. your job to say, look, this is how I'm feeling. Mm. And then it's their job to see if there's anything that's wrong with you. But don't yeah. be the judge of you saying, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm fine. Or yeah. they look at me in a certain way. Because yeah. more times they don't. Yeah. They don't. They're actually very, very helpful. So yeah. let me do the oh, telling you yeah. that, no, you're fine. You're fine. And you knowing that you're not, mm. don't be like, yeah, okay, that's so it. If yeah. they're telling me I'm fine, and they've done this maybe I, no i know my body is something i'm gonna probe deeper you know what i mean yeah can yeah. i get a second referral please yes exactly yeah because yeah. it's yeah, your yeah. health at the end of the day it's your yeah. health you yeah. know and your health is your responsibility so you know Obviously. it's important what about like in terms of covid you know not being able to have maybe have your partner present at a, um, scans and appointments and maybe not being able to go around and see people as you would like to how has that maybe impacted you guys in your pregnancy experience find it so weird really because we can do so many things in covid other things like yeah. i don't know go to the shop or whatever and um i just think pregnancy is just such a i don't know it's such a life-changing precious experience mm. moment and, it, and not to be able to share that with your significant other is just yeah yeah it's, it's quite sad obviously i've Thankfully, I've had the experience because obviously I've got um, a toddler. So I've, I'm able to kind of compare and contrast and be like, okay, well, 
this time's a bit different mm. um and it's just so beautiful having your yeah you know your husband or whoever with you there yeah experiencing that with you and just yeah and, and that's the only kind and the scans are the only kind of men, um yeah kind of mental image that you have of yeah. your baby so yeah. um yeah obviously you get to sometimes take the photos from as well but mm. just seeing them move and all that kind yeah. of stuff like yeah. you know it's so beautiful so um yeah it's, it's sad that we can't really do that and yeah it's, yeah it's very unfortunate actually but, yeah um, it is i it think is. with this being my first time because I've not had this experience, experience before, before yeah. it's, it's hard for me to kind of um, compare it to, to mm. anything else. But what I have done is we've, we've tried to, you know, go to as many private scans as possible mm. to make sure that Daniel's part of the process. But in my hospital, they did allow him to come for the 36 week antenatal appointment. Oh, nice. Which was, which was quite, which was quite good. And, you know, yeah. for him, that was a, that was a huge deal. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, we've not been able to see people. I'm not even going to lie to you. I've, I've quite enjoyed that. Element. <laughs> I feel quite bad about saying that, but I actually have because I've been so exhausted yeah. for my visit. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't have any commitments really. Not entertaining it's anybody. Been, exactly. Yeah. I've, I've enjoyed that part of it. <laughs> but um, the bit that I'm a bit kind of like bummed about is that I'm only allowed one birth partner. Yeah. So, this whole thing and yeah. then obviously he's only allowed there for a couple of hours before yeah. he has to leave. Um, exactly. this is probably this why Des- this is probably why Desmond's like oh I'm in a home birth yeah. everybody's Honestly, gonna be here do you know what though I'm actually <laughs> thinking about just going private for the after bit because if you go private for the after birth then he can stay the night you mean the but postnatal? It's just postnatal the postnatal that's right, it right. okay then he can then he can then he can yeah. stay then he can stay the night but you know, it's just it's just a bit hard navigating all of these things and yeah. things that I guess you wouldn't have to. Th- that Janet, you probably didn't have to think about the first time round. You're now thinking, oh well, can he only stay for two hours? Can he yeah. stay after yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. I can completely sympathise with you guys because I think was it two days ago I had a lady and she was uh, I think she was a para three, so it means she had three babies already. So this was her, I think, her fourth baby. And um, so usually when women have had pregnancies before, they tend to progress quite quickly in labor. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but that's kind of the rule of thumb. And so she was one centimeter, literally, I think around like five. Mm. And no word of a lie, she had her baby at 10.30. So can you, can you imagine? Can you, can you imagine? And obviously where she was in the induction bay, because she was only one centimeter, she knew herself. She was like, nope, I'm a precipitant, it's a precipitant or something like that. It means you kind of have labors really quickly. She was like, no, she stood her ground. She was like, no, I'm not leaving because I will come. I will have my baby at home if I don't have my baby here. See, I love that. Okay? And she had it four out, literally four, was it four hours or even less? I think it was like four hours from one centimeter to 10. Wow. So you know these things happen, and imagine if she hadn't, her husband wouldn't have been there. She literally was like, "No, my husband needs to be here as well." Because, and then the husband kind of just lurked around and was let in, you know. But we didn't even have time to do a VE, a vaginal examination, because yeah. she just—it was and just like it was difficult as well. Because I've had two friends that have given birth during this whole thing, COVID, yeah, COVID Lockdown. thing, and um, both have been two different experiences. So one. Oh um wasn't able to be there at all like during oh, the whole no. stuff only when she was ready to push okay. he was coming 
and then the other one was able to come in at four when she was four centimeters dilated yeah 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 but then obviously he had to go home or whatever and I think for me home birth was wasn't something that would have been my first option if this if COVID didn't exist I think I would definitely um just gone for the hospital but Mm. for me um I'm really keen to have my husband there for for the whole process from the beginning to the end and um obviously I have that fear you know and obviously my husband's Nigerian (laughs) yeah so when I said to his mum that I want to have a a baby at home (laughs) you could imagine her response but um there's things I wouldn't have done yes or decisions that I wouldn't have made if this if COVID didn't happen but yeah difficult time it's a difficult time you do have those fears of you know am I going to would I have to go to the hospital or would Mm. everything be okay or if I was to give birth in the hospital would I have to stay there's just so many things so all you can do is what you all you can do is plan what you would like as long as baby's fine (laughs) that's all that matters and I think that's what I'm telling myself as long as 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 I come out fine the baby's fine I don't care what happens as long as you know, and yeah, and that's the most important. I think one of you, yeah. men- you ladies, mentioned it. Like the most important thing is to be positive if you can. Yeah. I know it with everything happening, it's kind of a bit difficult because a lot of people sometimes like to reiterate like negativity. But it's almost like you have to really block that out and just focus on the positive parts of you um, going through this experience and just making sure that in your head the most important thing you're prioritizing is the safety of yourself and your baby you know um because i know sometimes women are like i want to have a vaginal birth oh my god i want it to be by the vagina but then it's like if the baby prefers to come out by the abdomen then you know sometimes you just have to be okay with that so we potentially don't compromise things you know but obviously stand your ground and you know your body etc um, but it doesn't mean that because you didn't have it one way or this yeah. way or it wasn't a water birth or so and so that you know it doesn't mean that you've not done well or because you had an epidural you know Janet maybe you've kind of reflected on these experiences but just maybe if you didn't have an epidural doesn't mean doesn't mean anything you don't have to prove anything to anybody or more <laughs> you know it's your body Honestly. absolutely um mm. oh no go for it Janet go for it go no, for I'm it. just thinking about our parents like when we look at our moms or our aunties or yeah. women in our life women's women in our, in our lives and just think well you, you're here your mom gave birth to you your friends yeah. your cousins all here yeah. we don't ask that asking oh so what mom, did you have <laughs> what, you know, was, yeah. it a was it c-section <laughs> or did they cut you up did you really push or did you mm, did they pull <laughs> did they, they help pull you did they pull him they help you you know that's just so insensitive but it's just so not relevant as yeah. long as we're here and you know mm-hmm. the child is here the mother's well that's the first thing you should be asking and exactly and that's the main concern really yeah, yeah. what are some it. of your like excitements in terms of like meeting your baby and things like that like what have you been doing in pregnancy have you been talking to baby singing reading books reading stories dancing like what are some of the things you've done to connect with your baby and what are some things you hope to do um when baby's born so this could be like skin to skin maybe or you know um, delayed core clamping have you any, had any thoughts on that sorry that's like 10 questions in one question <laughs> <laughs> my home's quite a musical home so there's always music yeah you know whether it's someone playing the piano someone playing the drums someone playing the the guitar um I think it's one of those homes where it's, there's, there's just always music on anyway yeah. so I think um that's been the main thing that I've been doing but I've also been kind of expanding 
the sort of music that I've been playing. Mm. So, you know, I've been hearing that classical music is meant to be really good for babies and stuff like that. So I've put on some bark and stuff like that from time yeah. to time. Um, for me, I'm really, really big on skin to skin. Mm. Um, so that's definitely something that I want to do in, yeah. with my baby. And I definitely want to be able to spend that time bonding. I also talk a lot to the baby as well. I talk a lot and I, I, it gives me comfort anyway. Yeah, so it's good. Those, those have been the main things that I've been doing. Yeah. Yeah, those have been the main things, yeah. Cool. Yeah, same here actually, Kalina. Um, I just talked to a baby, we've got a name now, so I say the name. And, you know, I think just making, yeah, just connecting, like what you said, connecting with the baby and just actually, um, you know, referring to them as an actual person yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so that you have that bond, so that it's not like when the baby comes out, you're just like, uh, you know, you know, but it's an instant kind of <laughs> bond. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be, well, it's not going to be awkward, but yeah, I feel yeah. like just having that... Um, relationship beforehand that kind of connection yeah. and bond beforehand it really helps, helps yeah because some women and are like some women are like oh talking to baby is weird exactly <laughs> can he hear me exactly <laughs> some people do find it weird but i would encourage it and not just yes. for the mom but also for family around so you know hubby and also um you know the father and also um um where I have a child already, like I said, yeah, you yeah. know, getting um, little my son Jesse involved as well. Yeah, um, that's, yeah, yeah. Really nice. Oh, For me, I haven't really done much. I think because I'm just like, I'm still in my second trimester. He's still growing. Yeah. <laughs> But for me, I've kind of just always been gently touching yeah. quite a lot and yeah. um, speaking to him. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, we have a name, so I always just refer to him by his name. <laughs> and um but you know I find that I find that I just sit there sometimes just you know you just think oh my gosh like baby's growing it's <laughs> like it's just yeah and then, and then I just and even most times as well sometimes I just sit there and I pray whilst I pray yeah pray to him mm-hmm. like to God as well it might sound a bit strange but um yeah but I know that as he gets older I think there will be more not as he gets older as he grows, <laughs> as he grows. As he grows. he's getting older I guess I would like to do like yeah. him and music and those kind of, of things I definitely think um I'm looking forward to that first moment yeah um, I can't think about it too much because you just don't know I don't know how I'm going to react but mm, I am excited it. to just finally like meet him okay. yeah yeah definitely um yeah. so guys honestly we're coming to an end now which is really sad because i would love to kind of i'm sure yeah. our audience would love to kind of go on and talk about this for hours and hours um but my final question to you guys um is what do you love most about being pregnant um i think for me i love the fact that i'm not in control hmm. um of what's happening in my body or anything yeah. like that so for me whereas I you know everything I do on a day-to-day basis is usually regimented from my work to home to I know what I'm going to eat for the whole week yeah I just think it's just nice to be able to kind of like let go because with pregnancy the one thing that I've, I said quite early on when I was like kind of struggling with the whole exhaustion kind of thing is I just decided that I'm just going to let go and not have any expectations really Mm. so for me I really have loved the fact that 
I've been able to kind of just kind of like let go and let God yeah. firstly and then I think second is that I've been able to meet so many amazing black mums and mums to be yo the community is amazing it's amazing and that's just been through Instagram it's been so 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 great and I think for me that like I I love meeting people I love women I love black women Um, but the amount of knowledge that people share yeah, our own about, little mum's net, you know? It's <laughs> so good. I was like, yo, why didn't anyone tell me about this before? Because I would have just been lurking in the background. Like, but no, it's, it's been amazing. So I think those have been the two things yeah. that I've that I've really, really enjoyed about being oh, pregnant so far. Yeah, amazing. Oh, what am I yeah, what, oh, you go, just. Oh, like, I'm still thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go then. <laughs> um, no, I love what Colleen said about the community part. Like, Instagram is lit. Like, you know, when you, when you meet um, people that are like in the, on the same journey as you or like in the mm. same experience or similar experience to you, or yeah. that is just so nice where you can just talk and, um, you know, ask questions and, mm. you know, um, especially if you're the kind of person that might not have that in real life, you know, mm. offline, you might not have that. Um, so yeah, that's the awesome, that's one thing that I really love about, um, yeah. um, Instagram and yeah, being able to connect and stuff like that. What I was going to say is that, do you know what? I just love, yeah. I just love how pregnancy just allows you to know so much more about your body and yeah. just mm. about yourself, like inter- in, internally, um, mentally, um, physically, and just so many, yeah, so many different ways. You kind of just learn about your body you and you kind of respect it so much more. Honestly. And obviously yeah. you guys that are like first time is like you, you, when you get to the other side, like you, yeah, you realize what I'm trying, what I'm saying. Like, it's just so amazing. Um, when you realize that a whole human came out of your body, <laughs> like mm. your vagina, it's just like, how, Lord? Like, I've done it. So I've done it well, once already, but I'm still amazed. I'm still yeah. amazed now. And even it's my second time, but I'm still reading facts about, oh my gosh, this is what happens when yeah. you're enabled. This is what your body can do and to prepare mm. for baby coming or um it's amazing it's so amazing honestly I stand in awe sometimes I'm just like wow honestly when you you see birth you see and you're just like I still can't comprehend it do that again (laughs) you're like honestly honestly that's why any I don't know how you do it I don't know how I do it but I I would just be freezing I'd I'd be frozen I'd be oh "Oh, yeah sorry I meant to be actually I love it honestly I had a baby the other day was born in membranes like literally was born in the sack what it was literally like kicking in the water this is what you do in your mom it's not Babies are born yeah. with their own intellect. I'm I love cool. it. I'm just like, God, wow, this is Amazing. so cool. <laughs> for me, that's what's been the most um, insane, not insane thing, but basically in the beginning, when we got married, this is going to sound quite selfish, but I was quite selfish in a sense that <laughs> that 10 years ago, we didn't want children. We were like, we're just wow. going to be the two of us and we're just going to live <laughs> life. Mm. We're going to live What changed? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like what changed because over time we still thought we still felt like that but then we were like we want to have a family we want to have a family and we want to not just the two of us but we actually want to have children it just, yeah. just yeah. changed and yeah. so for me I think the biggest thing is um seeing the word of God like come to pass like that we are made to multiply yeah. and 
you know, seeing his work daily for me, it's just like, wow. When, and when I go to the scans and when I see him and when, you know, I'm yeah. just like, like what? Like this, how does this even happen? Like nothing, a whole baby, it's just insane. And then I'm thinking, you know, I'm getting bigger and bigger and then one day he's going to come and then we're going to raise him. And, so it just, and he's going to start talking, crawling. Yeah, it's just like, Telling you off. So honestly, I think I'm just so, um, that's probably been the biggest thing for me, just thinking, wow, this is how God made us. It's just amazing. It is, it is. is. I just found a a deeper love for myself in a sense. Mm. And and God in a sense that he's created us to do this. Mm. And yeah, it's just amazing. It is amazing. amazing. Honestly, you mothers, honestly, I bow because... Oh, raising a whole human being and pushing it out or it being me. taken out honestly it's 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 the most incredible thing yeah, i don't think there's is. anything in this world like it and you know you guys have been blessed with the opportunity to be able to carry that and sometimes yeah. you know not everyone's fortunate to be able to have that experience so you know it's a, it's, yeah. it's it's just such a great opportunity experience and i know you guys are going to be loving it in fact you are going to be amazing mother i can see already thank you so much (laughs) so guys we are coming to an end now it was such great fun literally i felt like it was just banter honestly but yeah so thank you so so much for joining us um no, thank you everything thank and yeah we wish you all the best in your pregnancies and your birth let us know how you're getting on um if the audience would like to connect with you maybe ask you questions and things like that uh, or follow you follow your journey um can we have a couple of names and insta um, a name and an instagram um to find out where we can connect with you please yeah um at colleen mensa or at dear black mum catch me on either of those on instagram and you can find me on instagram on des underscore reen my name's des reen <laughs> and me you can find me at, on instagram journey with janet underscore at the end perfect thank you so much ladies thank you so much thank you can i just say thank you so much for putting this podcast together as well because i think it's it's definitely definitely needed and i've had a listen to a couple of the episodes and i'm just like i just wish more people knew about this and would listen to it and and they are it's definitely needed so they are they are amazing it's amazing so it's so good they are and they're messaging me and they're messaging you guys literally you'll have people messaging like oh i don't know about this